Yo, what's going on, guys? Uh, we're, we're a man, man down today. Reese is not with us. Reese is not with us. Yes! We are capable of doing <laughs> this without her. Everyone's been wanting this for a while. We've seen the yeah, comments. Yeah, we, we've, seen all, we've seen you guys blowing up. Like, blowing like, up yeah, our phones. Like, don't ever do it. But yeah. Anyways, guys, it's the brain, the buff, the blonde with just Aaron and Corbin today. It's the brain and the buff. Yeah. You know what? That's got a nice ring to it. I reckon we should just keep it like that. The brain and the buff. The brain and the buff. So, what are we talking about today? We are talking about the exquisite movie that came out in 1994, Natural Born Killers. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm going to put an explosion right there. Explosions. Explosions and gunshots and shit. Keep, keep the listeners on the edge of their seat. On the edge, yeah. Just like we were while Just watching like this movie. Just like we were with this movie, right? Because holy. It's chaotic as hell. That's one way to put it. Yeah, and uh, uh, this movie kind of reminded me of like that that kind of vibe, like that just like chaotic, in in your face kind of thing. Like it's it's a very, I wouldn't even say gritty. I'd say like messy. It's just a messy. Yeah, it is pretty messy. It's it's pretty in your face. Uh. Such a good movie, R-rated. So for all you, all you mofo's out there that love a good action movie, love a bit of a brute force and whatnot, you'll you'll really like this one. It's uh, uh honestly, I I've put it as top four on Letterbox, dude. I I I don't know why, you but did? this movie just yeah, dude. This movie just clicked for me. I was like, oh, it's just it, it, it's a lot of fun. I don't know. It's it's very outlandish, but uh. It's a lot of fun to watch and rewatch and whatnot. Actually, little, I don't know how uh, true or false this is, but my, uh, when I was uh, watching it, Dad walks in and he goes, oh, did you know, like, at the time, because 1994, you know, uh, Blockbuster and Video Is and all that were a thing, uh, he was saying, oh, uh, that was, like, the most stolen DVD in Blockbuster. Like, you could not... You could not rent out this movie because people were just, gone. it was always being stolen or rented out and whatnot. Like everyone wanted to see it, everyone wanted to have it and shit. Like, and I, I find that I find little, little, little shit like that to be like real awesome and whatnot. I thought that was really cool when he told me that. It's pretty odd. Like you think something else, like a big blockbuster movie, would that would happen to you know, like I don't know, some big action movie or something, but. Yeah, no, this was, is kind of like, like under the radar, you know. Yeah, it's definitely like I I do know that it ha- it has a cult following. Oh, yeah, it has a cult. Fo- I wouldn't say big cult following. It's definitely like like you said under the radar. It definitely floats under the radar. It, it even like it took me a while to even really come across it. Uh, so I did have uh, you know ties with I'm pretty sure like Quentin Tarantino mm. uh, helped write it. So it was more when I was like looking into his kind of work and whatnot, what he's touched on. I saw that pop up and I was like, oh yeah. That kind of makes sense with all the action that yeah, you see. Yeah, like it's definitely got some Quentin Tarantino-esque-ness in it. Mm. Uh, it's really awesome. Uh, need I say more? Uh, coming in at an hour, 59 minute run time, uh, there's a lot to unpack off the bat. It just... 
plonks you straight in and this movie has somewhat of a like little little shot at some political themes and whatnot. It has a message behind has it. Has a little message behind it. So uh, basically the plot goes a little something like this. Uh, two victims of traumatized childhoods become lovers and psychopathic serial murderers irresponsibly glorified by the mass media. So yeah, I mean that that's evident like straight away. Like you see, um, they become celebrities. Pretty much, yeah. Like uh, it has it. It's shot kind of like uh, like it has the fake uh, reenactments of them killing people and and whatnot. And they have like a a fake document, like a mockumentary within the movie about them that are. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Jr. plays like uh, an Australian Australian guy. (laughs) Mullet and everything. Uh, He's an Australian reporter. Australian journalist reporter, yeah. And he's just like documenting like, what was it? America's most wanted or or some shit. Just the the serial killers around the world and stuff like that. Yeah, American killers, some like fake TV show within the movie. And he's just like talking about uh, Mickey and Mallory, which is a... Pretty awesome, yeah, and um, yeah, and then they're just talking about them, and it shows like clips of like people being like, "Oh man, if I was a, I was a serial killer, I'd be Mickey and Mallory, <laughs> you know, because because blah blah blah, because that's so cool, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, um, apparently some people back when it came out, like you know, you had all the movie uh, reviewers and shit. Some of them were like, "Oh, oh, this movie's disgusting because it like." It's like, it's making the, 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 the bad guys seem like 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 they're overhyped and being like entertained by the, the media and whatnot. It's like, oh uh, yeah, like that's the whole point of it. It's like, like, how many like documentaries are there on serial killers so and many, stuff? Dude. There's just so, so many. many. And yeah, it's like making fun of the fact that like a bad guy in real life can go on a killing spree and whatnot. And then like, dude, how many, how many chicks and whatnot when that Jeffrey Dahmer series oh came out we're like frothing him <laughs> see I don't want to say it but ch- why do chicks love serial killer like oh, right. documentaries, documentaries type stuff everything I don't, I don't get it podcasts as well yeah there would be like uh, what's that one morbid whatever Shay is all over that I don't know was that um? Well, I guess it wasn't a serial killer but that missing chick or whatever oh, Megan, is, Megan is missing or something that thing was popular as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a movie, eh? Or is it a documentary? It was a documentary, I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? There you Slash go. movie. I don't know. Yeah, so pretty much it makes... It just shows like a bunch of... Mickey and Mally going like a, th- a three, four-week mass murdering spree where they're just obliterating pretty anyone much every, in their anyone path. in their way. Like, it could be bystanders doing fuck all. And they'll just... So we'll talk about the opening scene, right? That, yeah, that yeah. was it so literally just kicks straight off into like, it like two seconds in bang there's go. no introductions nothing you just see them they're in a diner mm. and then all of a sudden uh, Mallory is dancing and then Mickey is just like you know what I'm gonna shoot this guy that's dancing yeah with her. They, they were being uh, like there was one guy trying to flirt with Mallory Mickey was like watching and the other dude was like oh yeah talking about 
pussy and shit and then they just they just killed everyone in the diner it was just out of nowhere so it was so like um it was really unique this movie is like even in the start i realized like like every like few seconds or so it would cut to black and white for a few frames yeah like uh, yeah, and i uh, just it was just so off-putting i don't know there, just, there like, was so really... many different like filming techniques throughout the movie um yeah like you'd notice the the color of the screen and shit would be changing a lot and that yeah like like you said uh, like, like it's just very yeah different. as we said before it's just chaotic it is chaotic even like that one i remember uh it shows a lot of i really like when uh movies great movies uh will do a lot of showing not telling now i hate movies where they're like oh my god and they'll just expa- like dumb everything down for the audience but like this movie when it showed like uh the internal thoughts of Mickey, like in the first opening scene. Remember when that, that guy says like, oh man, and like starts talking about Mally, whatever the fuck he says. But then you see uh, Mickey like fix up his glasses and then it cuts to like like a frame of him like oh, bloody. covering all bloody yeah. and shit. And it just shows that and then keeps going. Mm. And, you know, blinking you'll miss a moment. But like that, those little frames of shit here and there really added to it where you're like oh yeah like you can see like okay that's the point where he got pissed mm. and that's like the the tipping point for him and it, and it shows like backstories and shit in like creative ways like yeah like um yeah it was a sitcom for mallory's backstory yeah shit like that like it's really that was really, really smart really interesting yeah uh so the movie is directed by oliver stone uh oliver stone is a master of controversial subjects and a legendary legendary filmmaker so to speak it, his films are filled with a variety of film angles and styles etc which is very evident in this movie probably mm. most notable in this movie he's done other stuff like uh, JFK back in 1991 Platoon in 1986 I'm yet to watch that I need to watch that as well I I'm need to sure. see that as well uh, other stuff as well a lot of credits uh that's probably his most notable also his most notable would be natural born killers as well uh i reckon he did a very good job with this um i don't know would you rate it would you would you, would you think oh. i know you you're a bit iffy when we first saw it. you're like bro what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah like it was a bit skeptical but um i wasn't really like intrigued in the first half but by the end of it, by the end of the movie, I liked it. Yeah, I, and that's actually that's actually something I kind of had to like. It took a while for me to like really, click. really get into it. Yeah, and I feel like that was me as well, where I was watching it and I was like, "This is kind of cool. Like, this is like a little different. It's being yeah. shot differently." Like, because I, I was just wondering like where where this was going. Yeah, and and I feel like the main message doesn't really hit you until the very end when you go oh okay like mm. now with Robert Downey Jr. like doc, uh, interviewing uh, Mickey and all that etc like yeah uh, it didn't really hit me until near the end as well where I clicked and I was like oh like I see what the like kind of messages they're going for here is like they're they're mocking like how media mm. represents the bad guys and shit but you, it's funny how like unhinged Robert Downey is like mm. even in that interview Bro, he's like, he's like, 
he's like screaming at at Mickey and stuff, and he's just chilling there, like. Yeah, he, like, he goes <laughs> to the point where he ends up shooting cops and shit. <laughs> like, it's so like, what are you doing? Yeah, Robert Downey. Uh, <laughs> he goes through some stuff. He goes yeah. through. He goes through. Wait, what, what's up with the? I like the how there's a subplot of him like cheating on his wife. Like he's just on yeah, the phone. Yeah, that, that's that little bit where like. I don't love you anymore. I don't love, I love you love anymore. Ming. I love me. <laughs> I love me. And then me. It's not a like, restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. It's, it's and, so it's so random, but it just adds to the movie. Yeah, and like, like the characters, just little bits. Like, and you and they touch. They only. This is what I like too. They don't like make the backstory such a big part of the main plot. Which is I love that. Like it, it touches on it for a scene. It gives you an idea of like what they've gone through to like get to where they are, and then it just keeps going. It, doesn't it didn't like, really show Mickey's backstory at all. Like it kind of like kind of like it hinted to on, it. Yeah, and like that. Well, yeah, during the interview that he like brought it up, and it like showed the little black and white scenes of like, mm. well, like he's, I think it was something like it was his something dad with killed his dad. himself or something, and or. or his dad was beating him and then or maybe I think Mickey killed him or yeah, something it, it, it kind of like hints at like it kind of leaves it up to the viewer to kind of interpret it a variety of different ways but you get the general gist that like something they both have had bad childhoods um, and yeah they just brought up and then they just just, just snapped one day and just decided for some, for some reason <laughs> Mickey being the meat man delivering yeah. <laughs> to Mallory's house. Yeah, I think that, that was definitely the tipping point for their characters where she's like, I'm getting out of here. My parents are abusive and whatnot and like just don't give a fuck about me. And then off, off they go. They, spoiler, kill her parents and then they just it's just from there. They just take off. Yeah. I didn't realize like like with her backstory like ending and that's just them for weeks the next few weeks just them go on the killing sprees like I didn't realise it was that soon in between yeah uh, I feel like they uh, they might have had a gap in between there or something it, it, it's yeah it's hard there's, to tell <laughs> there's a lot of interpretation in this movie but I kind of like that about it where mm. it's kind of like you get the general idea it doesn't dumb it down for yeah you, you don't need everything explained no. fully yeah that's it like you don't need everything handed to you it's the rest is kind of just like up in the air and you kind of just, oh yeah, I, I get that. You know, and you can I kind of just fill in the blanks for yourself. Yeah, really. I love it. And, and it still makes sense whether you are able to fill in the blanks or not. Like you don't really need to fill in the blanks, but it, yeah. it's kind it doesn't of just, take away from the film. No, it doesn't take nothing away from it. Uh, so top cast here, Woody Harrison playing Mickey Knox did a very good job. Even Shay, said uh, there was one scene because he's uh, for most of the movie he has uh, long blonde hair she was like oh mm. I don't know he, he looked good in this movie with you know he had them red, <laughs> what, with that ponytail yeah, yeah <laughs> had the the red red sunglasses oh yeah. no she said it wasn't when he had a ponytail she said like he had his hair down and out I think maybe when he was in prison or something mm. it was like a, a shot or something she said oh just one scene like he was looking good <laughs> I don't know uh, everyone knows Woody Harrelson everyone knows what he's been in Shit like, uh, <laughs> uh, he, he's been in so uh, many movies. Uh, 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 yeah, but everyone knows what he has, right? Yeah, yeah. Name one movie. Name one movie. I was trying to think of something like everyone would know, not like random shit. 
True Detective. True uh, Detective. Yeah, Natural Born Killers. Zombieland. That's a good one. Zombieland, yeah. Shit like that, you know. Um, I, I was nearly going to say Days and Confused, but that's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you know about how like people think they're brothers? Well, they think that they're I brothers. Think they think they're brothers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, like, I don't know. Their their dads were hanging around <laughs> the same lady. The same way. Yeah. Who knows? You know what? To each their own. It's a possibility. possibility. If they want to know, why wouldn't they just get like a DNA test or something? I don't think they really give a shit. I think they're probably at the age now where it doesn't even matter anymore. It's just a bit funny. Just a bit funny. Just a bit of, bit of muck around. Such is life. Yeah, we also got uh, Juliette Lewis playing Mallory Knox. You know, she's in. She's actually in a lot of works with like Quentin Tarantino and shit like that. Like she's in uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. Hmm. Uh, that's all I can really think of her in. Uh, what else is she in? She's in Natural Born Killers, obviously. Oh, Cape Fear. She plays like the daughter again. Uh, yeah, from Dusk Till Dawn. That's all. I, that's all I can really think. I don't of even remember in. that at all. From Dusk Till Dawn. Mm. Oh, she just plays the daughter. Oh, you know, it's like the the father, son, and daughter yeah. in the caravan. Yeah, oh, she okay. plays the daughter. It's like, was it like her and George Clooney, like the only survivors or some shit by the end of it? Oh, was that her? Yeah, that's her. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we also got Tom Sizemore that plays Detective Jack Skagnetti. <laughs> Skagnetti. Oh, bro, every time they said his name, I'm like, Spaghetti? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> that's all I can think about. They just kept, yeah, they'd only call him by his last name. Skagnetti. So, like, Skagnetti gets said probably like a hundred yeah, times. a few now, times. Like, so many times. Skagnetti. Uh, a couple of notable mentions too. We got Rodney Dangerfield playing Mallory's dad. Cool fact, uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield isn't in too many movies because he's the uh, like a old school comedian. Did a lot more stand up than that. Mm. But uh, cool fact, uh, when he got hired or put on to do his part of the movie, obviously playing an abusive father, gross dad. Um, when he like was figuring out his character and was being like told like what what his character what part he plays and whatnot he wasn't such a big fan or he's like oh like oh because i yeah. guess he thought he was going to be playing a bit more of a light-hearted role and whatnot because yeah. obviously his his kind of stick is like making people laugh and shit and so him doing this was a bit left field for him but uh he actually he kind of liked the end result not not so much what his character meant but like how he did it how, how it like added to the movie and like it it, it it makes sense and honestly I reckon he was a good pick because he's like I don't know he did I, seem I pretty like you know it like gross and like yeah. oh man like he, he did really well I think he did really well so a couple writers on this movie we got a Quentin Tarantino David Veloz Veloz and Richard Ritoski. I apologize. Get some easy last names, guys. Get some easy last names here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, David Veloz, Veloz, uh, you know, I'm giving up. Uh, <laughs> he's done other, he's known for other stuff like writing Behind Enemy Lines, Permanent Midnight, The Layover. I got no idea. Uh, shit like that. Uh, only a couple of things for him. What else we got? 
Richard Vitowski. What a lovely man. Uh, he's done a bit of some weird shit, like the Holy Mountain, hmm. Freeway, Any Given Sunday, mostly like producing and shit like that. Uh, so he's done a bit more stuff there, but a lot more like bit left field storytelling. And I feel like all that gets wrapped up, especially with Quentin Tarantino in a nice little bow tie. And boom. You get uh, Natural Born Killers, which is a very... very which seems like the... It's a very fun movie to watch. It's very entertaining. Yes. Very good. Although it does take... Like, the first third of the movie it does take a little bit to get into, but it really makes up for it at the end. It really yeah. all comes together in a nice bow tie. Yeah, because it kind of... It doesn't really... It, it's not like it goes... You'd think... Oh, it, it's like they're on a killing spree. It'll go like from scene to scene to scene. No, it's more like patchy. Like it'll go like here and there, here and there, here and there. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I even think, I really think it's got some good dialogue. Like nothing was really, like it obviously has like the over the top, like I'll get you for this skag new, like that like stupid <laughs> comical dialogue, which fits the vibe of the movie perfectly. Yeah. But it's also got like, I think uh, Woody Woody Harrelson's um, do, uh, monologue about oh when he's when in he, the when he's talking about all that yeah, yeah I thought that was pretty pretty smart yeah uh, and it was it yeah uh, you, uh, for, uh, you forgot to mention um, Tommy Lee Jones is in this movie as well oh yeah he he, he was only like, in a small part but yes, hey yes tiny part and uh, he was looking uh, young and shit a little yeah a little bit probably in his 40s he, he was like he was like tweaking as well he was a hectic character <laughs> uh, he what was he like the he was the warden? the warden yeah yeah and he's just all over it right but um the version that we watched together there was a scene missing yeah, yeah. I, I ended up showing you I yeah I don't know I can't remember where I watched it but we watched oh yeah so if anyone wanted to watch Natural Born Killers it is currently on Disney Plus but I'm guessing because it's on Disney Plus, they've it's probably like the more of a tame more, more, version. It's probably the theatrical release, I'm guessing. And yeah. I think I probably watched the uncut or director version, whatever, because there was just a couple of shots here and there throughout that I noticed weren't there. Like, for example, I'll tell you, um, Tommy Lee Jones basically gets attacked by a bunch of prisoners and like immediately gets like dissected into yeah, like, like torn apart, head chopped off, arms ripped off, all that, and they're just like throwing his head around. Yeah, you can see the Shit limbs like just flying around. A uh, bit, bit, bit of facts on the movie. Uh, so Juliette Lewis, Mallory, uh, she actually broke uh, Scagnetti's nose. Uh, when she slammed his face into a wall. Oh shit. Full on broke it, right? Not sure oh. if they used that in the in the movie or not. In the final cut. Not sure not sure, but I'm get probably right. Why like, wouldn't you though? Like if well, it's yeah, authentic. If it was authentic and it's like like you got his gen- genuine reaction as well. Mm. I heard something about that on Scream Three as well. There's a shot where what's the main bitch's name? Sydney. Uh, Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's her character stabs some dude in the back and 
he had a, like a pad on or something but mm. I don't know she must have like hit a spot where the padding wasn't as good and she's full on fucking actually stabbed actually him. stabbed in the back and he's like ah, ah and they actually <laughs> they actually used that in the movie they used that yeah. shot in the movie so there you go you hear, you hear about this shit all the that time it happens a lot eh? so often you'll hear I've like, heard about that um that also a similar thing happens in uh, Blade Runner 2049 oh, where um yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford actually punches Ryan Gosling in the face yeah <laughs> you, you see as you see there's like a behind the scenes shot you see Ryan Gosling's freeze face frame, yeah, like he's, he's like, like what <laughs> and you even see uh Harrison, and Harrison Ford is like, like oh, oh shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh well um oh so I'm, I'm th- this shot also is kind of weird um also one thing with the movie it kind of it's kind of like it's kind of sort of shot like someone's flicking through tv channels because it'll like flick flick through ads and tv channels and whatnot and then land on like like the sitcom Mm. of Mally's backstory and then it'll like flick 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 go to like there's like news reports yeah news reports and shit like documentaries yeah yeah so it's it's kind of sort of like someone's flicking through a TV. Anyway, uh, Coca Cola. There's a Coke ad that rocks up, probably three quarters of the way through the movie. Um, it's just like a polar bear holding a glass of Coke and it like winks, and that's really it. Anyway, <laughs> Coca Cola approved the use of the polar bear ads for for the pro- for its drink in the movie, uh, but they didn't actually have any idea what the movie was about. They just uh, said, yeah, yeah, yeah like that, that'll promote as well. Yeah. Uh, when the when the Coke board of directors saw the movie, they were fucking so mad. Like, <laughs> no, like there's no way. Like, yeah. I, I actually kind of think like that would have made Coke a little bit popular at the time, but yeah, it's know, like it's put it in a bad light. No, like, like it's it's like it's just like flicking through ads. It has no tie to. Any Anything part that's, of the story yeah. at all? Like it's not like you got Woody Harrelson grabbing a can of coke and like smashing someone's head open with it. Like he's like, "Hey, have a coke," <laughs> and then he just cracks it and drinks it. <laughs> now I would have been mad if that happened, but um, no, I reckon because like this is, I don't know, I'd say somewhat of a of a stoner movie, probably. It's, yeah, it's along probably. those lines, yeah. So um, yeah, I'd say you know you'd have all the potheads going oh bro I can go me a coke like yeah I, I reckon <laughs> I reckon it would have been alright it's probably also the scene where they're in the desert and they're doing like a weird ritual thing oh uh, yes you with know, the, the they, tribesmen yeah the tribal yeah. man yeah um, then they like run out and there's all the snakes and shit and they're getting like bitten ankle mm. all that uh, over 150 rattlesnakes real and fake were used for that scene um <laughs> but luckily enough because they were shooting at night uh majority if not all of the because of like the low temperatures as well is it, it pretty much uh put all the snakes to sleep so there wasn't actually like any worry or cause of them getting of bit them getting or anything they, they just had a field of snakes that were just all like cold and asleep (laughs) 
And, oh, well, yeah. And all they were just moving a lot slower and shit because of the cold. So, yeah, um, there was no real danger at all. And I'm guessing the shots where you see them striking and shit, that was like more set up. Yeah. Which is very fun. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. kind of takes the danger out of the scene. I remember when I saw it the second time after I found that out, I was like, ah, this ain't shit. <laughs> well, it's, of course. It's, it's still like a bit of like a... Uh, like, hey, it's that movie magic. <laughs> mm. But that's a lot of snakes, though. Jeez, imagine gathering up like 150. Yeah, imagine just... Snakes. What, what kind of phone call do you make? Yeah, can I order like can 150? Order 150 <laughs> real and fake rattlesnakes. Well, 150 real ones, 150 fake ones. Oh, it's just... I mean, you do see the field of it, so there was a lot, but yeah, like, who who has 150 rattlesnakes? They have to call up like a few zoos and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, hey. And <laughs> how do they keep track of who's a zoo then? <laughs> yeah, that's Johnny over there. This is Ronnie. <laughs> hey, man, you touching my rattlesnake? <laughs> that's a whole other story. <laughs> it's a whole other story. Yeah. Uh, so, Oliver Stone, with the whole satire of serial killers and whatnot, he has maintained that that's exactly what this movie is and how serial killers are adored by the media for their horrific actions. And they are. Mm. They always glorify. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, everyone knows who Ted Bundy is mm. and knows that he was picking up hitchhikers. And Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer, well. shit like that. Like, why do we know that? We don't need to know that. We just do because the media, like, feels the need to tell us. I, th- I think this movie did really well in portraying that I think people are just too stupid to realise that it's satire and then Mm. they're like well this is exactly what the movie is trying to portray and like it should be doing the opposite it's like are you an idiot and I I, Shay and I actually had a conversation much like that where she was like oh like I watch all these documentaries and whatnot but I think it's kind of stupid that the news and like media and whatnot will just go on about such terrible things and bad guys and whatnot. Like, uh, oh, what was it? Oh, uh, when I watched Raging Bull, yeah, and it was about what? It, oh, what? It, forget his name. The the real life boxer that. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I don't remember his name. Yeah, uh, yeah. Robert De Niro was playing real life boxer back in the. 50s and all that but back then uh and i was telling shay about the movie i'm like oh you wouldn't like this movie it's about this guy who's just a, a piece of shit anger management issues whatnot beats his wife cheated on his wife mm. beats his brother shit like that and she goes why would they make a movie about that like he's the bad like he's the bad guy and i'm like yeah i'm like yeah but like that's not the point of the movie like the movie knows that he's the bad guy yeah like it's not it's not promoting anything he's doing in a good way or giving reason to why he's doing it. It's just like, or giving good reasons why he's doing these things. It's just the story. She's like, yeah, but what? And that we got in that whole debate of like, yeah, you watch all these documentaries. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like all oh, these movies about, about the bad guys and shit like that is kind of ridiculous. I mean, but then, but hey, it's just like apples and oranges, you know, the thing is, it's not that interesting to watch, like, a movie where everything is good, or like a documentary 
where all good things happen. Like, no one wants to watch that. They want to watch something where everything goes wrong, this person's oh, yeah. bad. People it's love, it's people more love, interesting. People love bad shit, yeah. And I, I was saying, I was even saying, saying to Shay, I said, shit, you see all these superhero movies and shit? All the bad guys mm. got the cool weapons and shit and got the cool powers. They're, and sometimes they're the better characters. Yeah, like... Better I mean, designs, everything. Someone like, Even like they're better written sometimes. Yeah. Like Thanos, that's a well-written character. Yeah. Uh, dude, even like... I, I was honestly thinking about like some of the Transformers and shit. Some of the Transformers movies. <laughs> like the Decepticons look just look way cooler. Yeah, they are and cooler. They, like they're way more like badass too. And you're like, just like you got like a few cool uh, like Autobots... But then, like, every single Decepticon is cool and, like, you know, cool yeah. design. Fucking yeah. Just, and like, better, so than, better than the Autobots. It's but, so yeah. frustrating. Yeah, I swear, every Transformers movie, it's like, oh, the Autobots, we're, we're outnumbered again. And, like, <laughs> it's just all these badass fucking people. You haven't seen the new Transformers, have you? No. Did I you? want to. I want to. No, I, I don't want to. I wanted to go watch it. But, oh, well. It's, yeah, it's probably not still in the cinema, though. No, no, no. Nah, but it probably it probably release soon. Yeah. Oh, you see, Guardians of the Galaxy three is already out. On what? Disney Plus. It's already on Disney. Plus. It's on Disney Plus now. You can go watch it right now He's on your it? TV. What? Yes. Huh. Only just came out. I did see. I did see the other like day. Coming the soon. It was coming soon. Yeah. I didn't realize it was gonna be this soon. No, it's like out. today. Yeah, no, it's out. I was watching TV this morning and I saw it there, oh. and I was just like, "That's really quick." Like, what's the point of going on the movies? Like, I know what the point of going on the movies is, but like, if it's just it kills gonna, me. But like, that's the same with um, the the new Flash movie that's come out. It's already out. Or it's like no, coming soon. No, like, oh yeah, I think it is. Maybe. Like maybe in the US or something, but you know, obviously it kind of bombed in the in the box office. Like no one wanted to go watch it at the movies, but everyone's watched. It was number one trending, like for a week or something. Like most streamed movie or bought movie or whatever it was, because no one wanted to go watch it at the movies. I just watch it at home. Honestly, I swear that's what these movie companies and movie producers and whatnot are doing. Because you know it's all. Listen, people. Listen, people, I'm getting serious now. Oh. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. A thing right? or two, huh? These movie companies don't give a shit about how good your movies are. <laughs> you wanted to go see the latest Marvel movie and expected it to be good, and uh-oh, the billion-dollar Disney company that quite literally wipes their ass with $100 bills pumped out another shit movie, and oh. <laughs> Secret Invasion <laughs> I haven't even seen it bro I don't even think I'll watch it I was talking to Trent And he's just like Bro It's so bad It's yeah. so bad He said they basically Gave this character All these powers And then she's just like What Nick Fury No like the, the chick the, the lady Oh I have no idea Actor from Game of Thrones Forget her name Apparently she's just like He said Think of it as like Captain Marvel Hulk And like Thor had a baby Really? Together. And like, she's just overpowered. So they just made a new character. I, I don't even know. But like, okay. look, Marvel's pumping out dog shit because Disney doesn't give a shit about the movies. They give a shit about the money. It's Same all, with it's our... All, um, it's all about, it's all about profit. It's all about profit margins. It's all about uh, stocks and etc. And 
making playing it safe, eh? Playing it safe. It, it's ridiculous. The same with um, Star Wars, eh? Yeah, like they, see, um, they don't care. See, Zach Zack Snyder's going to be um, releasing a movie on Netflix. Uh, Star Wars one. Yeah, he want he wanted to do a Star Wars one. I'm pretty sure it's happening. It's it's going to no, be on Netflix. No, it's not that. It's uh, it was a series. no no. He he went to Disney saying he wants to do a Star Wars movie, like within the Star Wars universe. Let me tell a story without using any characters that have like let me just bring in all new characters and whatnot it'll be within the universe it's in the universe but not connected it'll be in the universe but not connected to any other movies any way shape or form you know it, I, I want like something fresh something new that's yeah. something I feel like George Lucas will be much more happier with than I think we're all gonna be happier with it than carrying on with the the, the rigmarole and the bullshit but Disney said no you have to like no no, you, you have to reference Chewbacca or Yoda or the <laughs> Death Star or something, dude. <laughs> I, I say Chewbacca, you know. Chewbacca. 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 <laughs> Chewbacca. Um, you know, so they said no, and he, I think he's making us like a sci-fi spacey theme movie. But I there's going to be there's going to be lightsabers in there. That's it's, it's there. There is lightsaber vibes in there. I don't know. He's not. It's not part of the Star Wars universe, so he's not going to call lightsabers lightsabers and shit. He'll call them like death sticks. <laughs> so death shit. Like, you want to buy some death sticks? I don't want to buy some death sticks. <laughs> you want to rethink it? Anyway, where were we? Oh, natural born killers. That's natural, what we're, yeah, we're talking. We're back about. there. There's not much else to really talk no about. No, no much else. No much else to say. No. Uh, it is a good movie. I think I. I'd give it a um, three and a half to four star rating. I think I, I think that's exactly what I gave it to. Like it is, it is the first time I've seen it, so I can't really like. It takes me like a few times to watch a movie to really like fully grasp the whole thing and give it a clear rating. Mm. But from my initial watch, I did enjoy it. It's a fun movie. Mm. It's definitely one of those experimental movies. Like oh, yeah. I think. Oh, I was Googling facts about it and shit. And I think it said something like it has like nearly double or over double the amount of cuts uh, yeah. in a movie. And you can kind of get that because it has like those quick, sharp, like one second shots of yeah. like random shit. And it has like the, it'll cut between color and black and white. And it'll cut. So like it even has a, that one weird camera where it's like, it's doing all the weird wavy, like kind of like the camera's like roaming around the room kind of thing. Mm. You know, like when they're on the bridge and you got like the camera like floating above them. And oh shit. yeah, yeah. You know that one? Yeah, it was like just the weird one. Like, yeah, like that. Uh, they must have used like, just, yeah, they just used different shooting techniques and whatnot, and it, it made the movie very. And there's weird. a whole segment where the whole thing was just green when they went to the pharmacy. Yeah, you remember that yeah, part? yeah. The farm, the, the pharmacy. What, what was it called? It was called like it was like a drugstore or something. Yeah, it was called like Drug Zone or s- some shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was some, something like some that. It, like it looked like an stupid. arcade. Yeah, but yeah. And it was it had the big green, fluoro green. It had like skeletons and shit. Crazy. Yeah, definitely a creative movie. Definitely. Yeah. Out there, not your, not your average cut and paste that you see these days. Which is it is a unique film. Yeah, it, it was a. It, uh, I mean, back in the nine, 90s and whatnot, that would have been like a 
Well, I, I could see what, what the hype was about. You know, you, you got all these boring ass, uh, low stakes kind of films, and then well, like Speed. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Where it's just Is like yeah, average. That's probably nineties. Yeah, I think I think it was something like that. Yeah, like just your average action blockbuster. Although and I did like that movie though. Speed. Yeah. yeah, I like that movie too. But, but you know what I mean? Like, like there's so many similar to it. Like you have like oh, it starts like this, and then and then oh, and then this happens. Oh, and then this happens. And then and then and then. Where this is more like, whoa, wham, bam, kapow. Like, yeah. That's a perfect way to describe it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, like it 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 feels more like. It it feels like a toddler. No, it feels like me trying to tell a story. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Like it, it just kept keeps like it'll go back here and then it'll explain. It'll keep going with the story, but every now and then it'll like go back to this point to like tell you this, <laughs> and then it'll go back to this point to tell you this, and it'll just drop like key bits when it needs to drop key bits and whatnot. But there's there's nothing. I don't really feel like it has pacing issues. Like it, it maintains the action throughout. Yeah. Very well, and and it has the nice slow bits like uh, Mickey's fucking monologue. I think that was probably the favorite part of the movie when he's talking about like why oh, why he does what he does yeah why he, why he's a killer like why it's not such a bad thing it's and he when he was saying like it's you guys that deem it as such a bad thing he said when he was saying something about like every other creature on the planet kills each other why is it such a bad thing that we do it we're, we're, like it's only such a bad thing because it's so over. Like, because humans have made it such a bad thing to kill another human being for whatever reason. Now, anytime someone does it, it's like obviously heavily frowned upon. And honestly, like, it, it's hard to side with that. But at the same time, you kind of get into his head a bit where he, he doesn't think he's doing anything wrong. Yeah. He thinks he's just, just, he, just the nature of the beast. Yeah. Yeah. Just the natural order of things. Just the natural order of things, and it, he says something like that. He's like, it, it's uh, food chain, shit like that. Like, a, like I'm no different. It, it's no different to people that are a slave to this or, or do that or do this. You know, you got people out there that do much worse, kind of shit like that. He's like, uh, who, who cares? Kind of, I don't know. It, it's obviously the wrong mindset to have. Yes, but like. You, you, you could kind of for for a moment there you're kind of like oh okay I get what he's saying yeah you just understand why he does what he does yeah. no. you, you don't actually see even it. when it's obviously not right okay. <laughs> anyway I think we'll leave it at there because don't want to obviously talk too much in depth with it but very good movie very fun very creative if you're just looking good for cars. something unique to watch actual killers is the way to go something new something different yeah it's a very good one and we'll leave it at that. We'll drop a couple of explosions in there throughout. Boom. Just a, Boom. Hope you have a good day. Hope you have a good week. Hope you have a good life. That's how I'm going to end it. Yeah. How are you going to end it? You can't top that, can you? Continue listening to our next episodes. Please do that. <laughs> uh, Reese will be back sometime soon. Don't know when. Don't uh, really care. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she'll be back. We, we, she's the one that does all the work so <laughs> so we need her <laughs> hey don't say that no nah, we, we won't we won't tell her that to her face but she, she'll know now if she if she, if she, if she li- listens if she listens to this yeah. anyway 
We'll catch you guys next time. Thanks for listening. 